Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day, everybody! Pew, pew! It's the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I'm Bradley Trainer. This <sighs> is 60 minutes. Or it's uh, 180 minutes. And uh, that's how long we're going to be hanging out with you in the next 180 minutes. Uh, and listen, the news that dominated headlines on Monday and Tuesday was all about Benna Forever's second, fourth wedding. And now they're on a second, fourth honeymoon. Yes! Thanks, Holly. I was like, should I do it? Is she going to do it? She looks like she's going to do it. You did it! We are on the second wedding of the fourth wedding for Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. And today we're actually on the second honeymoon of the second of the fourth wedding. There's so many. Don't I was told there would started. not be numbers in math today. There's so much math. Don't even get me started on the three wedding dresses for the fourth wedding. Actually, the second of the fourth wedding. Just there the one. Were three for one wedding, oh which was gosh. actually the second. And there's going to be a third. But we're just focusing on the things we know today. We have to live in the now. We have to live in today. It's 24 hours at a go. And this rotational experience provides us with their second honeymoon. Now, there are so many things that would like I could be psychic. You could be psychic. Holly could be psychic. Listeners could be psychic about how this is all going to go down because we've literally been here before. And by that, I mean, Ben forever. That's now what we call Ben for Jennifer. Ben and Jen. For the second time. For the, I know it's hard math. <laughs> Uh, literally while we were, uh, running errands this weekend, they were getting married for a second time. And today they are now, while we're just doing our thing, getting ready for the fair on their second honeymoon. Are they in Paris again? No, because they did Paris. Okay. So, so they've got to do another place, another romantic place. They're in Italy. Oh. Do you have any Italian music over their house? <laughs> Can you, uh, you can you hit up the Olive Garden? I was going to say, do you have any Olive Garden music? Well, let me just okay. see. Because I I do have details. Actually, they were spotted. Now, this is why I said we could all be psychic because they were spotted on their second honeymoon. I literally almost spit across the room when I saw this. I was like, oh my god! Literally, they just had their second wedding, and of course, of course, why didn't we see this coming? I, of course, I'm mad at have, us for this. I am too that we didn't see their sec. They're already in an Italy. Uh, that is in uh, in Italy. They're, they're in the boot. They're in the boot somewhere, and I can t- I can tell you where they are with my very bad not Italian accent. Oh, they're in Lake Como, probably hanging out with mm. George Clooney's the yeah. Clooney. Well, you know what? She Clooney did a movie. Marie. She did a movie with George Clooney. It wouldn't be so outlandish for them to be. Yeah. Hanging or one with the of a, a dozen other celebrities, high-profile celebs that are vacationing at some point at Lake Como, right? So Lake Como, the place to go. That's where Ben and Jen are. How do we know this? Because of the media. Yeah. <laughs> How does the media know where they are? Because they told them. Thank you. Do you remember? Okay, now can I just ask you a question? I'm. I, I want to be. I want to get the bitchiness out first, and then we'll go to the like. 
interesting details. And there might still... Can I just... Just to warn the audience, there will still be bitchiness. Oh, there's going to be bitchy for three hours, girls. Uh, But, (laughs) you know... But at least you'll have fun. And we're not being bitchy to each other. So, um, when it comes to their honeymoon, what was the criticism last time about their Paris getaway? From their first, second marriage, honey... Well, first... Fourth, first honeymoon second, for their first fourth for, marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, ben really had a hard time with the, and I'm putting this in quotes because I did not say this. I would not invoke this. The Princess Diana level attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a source. I, I think it was a source who said like he, which like fired the source, yes. a.k.a. Ben, or his people who were speaking out on his behalf because the source said that the attention was like Diana... Uh, level and I would just like to remind you: you don't invoke Diana's name a mm-hmm. unless you're telling the story about the tragic death of Diana at the hands of paparazzi and a media culture that was, you know, unwilling to sort of give celebrities their space. That is absolutely not what's going on here. That is exactly the opposite case mm-hmm. of what's going on here because celebrities are now in control of their media narratives in a way that no, it's not that they don't get harassed by paparazzo, but this is paparazzi. But that's not that's not. Diane, if you get followed by a paparazzi, mm-hmm. that's not Diana. Are you? She died. Right. So we just don't do that, right? No, we don't do that. Also, also she didn't call those paparazzi to follow her. Also, I said it. Also, well, I said we were getting the bitchy stuff out of the way. So I mean, thank you. Can let it out. Also, you invoke Diana's name where? In. Paris. Where was she when she was murdered? In Paris. Thank you. Yeah, that was gross on a hundred levels. Let's back it up. Now we're going to move away back over here to Italy. So what do you see happening at some point with these exclusive video, grainy video footage of Ben and Jen at the, hold on, I want to get it correct. Grand Hotel Tremezzo on Lake Como in Northern Italy. Wow, that well, sounds so nice. I know, yeah. I go there. And trust me, when you watch the video, you'll be like, oh, I just want to be sitting in a cafe. Obviously, obviously, this is going to make him very uncomfortable. Well, you know, like, like I wouldn't be surprised, right? I'm just saying, like, if you've got an issue with people being all up in your business, like, okay, I'll take you at your word for the sake of argument, right? Then why are you out in public? Mm-hmm. Right. And I can hear people say, because this is what they would say through their sources, he should be able to go wherever he wants. Okay. But like, that's not the way the world works, Colleen. Do you have to make accommodations based on what you want and what the world is? Also, can I just say, plenty of celebrities go wherever they want, and you never know about it. If you are knowing about it. These are the biggest celebrities, Colleen. No, but like, there are other big celebrities who go places. Like, who's bigger than they? I mean, like. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. We do not see photographs of them. I see them them at the Arrow one. Yeah, with their flowers hanging out the top of their canvas bags. They go out places. There are bigger celebrities that are out and about in the world. Yeah, so your point is well taken. The point I was just making is like, fine, I'll like, let's let's entertain your your, you know, your logic here. Well, okay, so then you're telling me that you're you haven't learned anything. Yeah. If you want privacy, then go get one of those over-the-water bungalows in Bali that I see yes. in every single advertisement. Girl, Nobody's rolling up in private. their motorboat to that. I, 
Who's motorboating who? I'm just saying nobody else is going to bring their motorboat to that party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to go to the party. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah. So, again, they're at Grand Hotel Tremezzo. If you watch the grainy video, you know, like, I, I, I'm not surprised. Like, here was the thing I was surprised at. If you watch the video again, we're talking about the just cavalcade of stories. Again, about this couple that that have literally set up this entire experience for us to pay attention although we're all acting as if that's not what's happening and the world is just so curious and needs to know um which sure okay fine uh you watch the grainy video the thing that i was struck by is that nobody else in that place mm-hmm. is curious they don't care well, okay, so that's what I thought, but then I was like, okay, so I bet there's a certain Italian person that's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care who these people are. Why do they all sound Russian? I don't know. Uh, because, I don't care. <laughs> there's like I Russian tourists. I don't know. But like, but yes, and it just, I, I guess I don't know what my reaction was other than I thought that was odd because I would have thought if Ben and Jen were visible in public, that they would be swarmed by like like have you been in a public touristy space lately? Uh-huh. I'm not saying for celebrities, but for like anyone, you see people with their cameras. And yeah, somebody got video. I was just surprised there wasn't more of like, a, oh my god, it's the Ben and the Jam. <laughs> this place is too sophisticated for that because you on think? the but they're yeah. like out on the street. I mean, the the cafe is like. Presumably, you know, one of them uh, European uh, outdoor cafes, cafes. with yeah. the umbrellas and mm-hmm. the, you know, little cups for the coffee because they don't drink very much, just very strong. Yeah, they have a cappuccino. Yeah, well, you know. One bite of sugar a day and one little thing of caffeine. Um, Hotel rooms here started about 700 U.S. dollars a night. So you're saying the guests are like, oh, I'm too rich to worry about these two. Well, they're probably like one of... Like they they know other celebrities, yeah. Yeah. so they're like, oh, it's just another celebrity. Girl, I'd be like, excuse me, do you see who's sitting over here? Well, you're probably surrounded by barons and other aristocrats who are like, oh, those are American celebrities. Yeah, we're not yes. going to give them any attention because or, they already want it all. Or they think they're more important in their own lives, yeah, right? That's, like that's what I mean, yeah. they're just sort and of. They probably are. Yeah. And so, Ben and what's a little Ben and Jen for them? I was just amazed because you would think that if they were on the streets of Italy, that they would be getting mobbed by people. Yeah, I mean, if they were, which up- does make you wonder. I'm sorry, just to, just to make this point, I think it does make you wonder if that was not a completely security controlled experience. Well, I'm sure it was because, especially when if you look, if you go back and look at their Paris photographs, the ones that are panned out. Oh, yes, there there's are nobody. So, well, there's no, but there's so much security. They've got they're like rolling ten deep. Yep, yeah, and remember in security like, land when they were in that park. There was nobody else in that park. Right, I'm like. It's a beautiful summer, sunny day in Paris. We are in peak tourist season, yeah. and you're telling me in Lake Como there's not swarms of tourists? I mean, it could be one of those Instagram things where if you had turned the camera around, mm-hmm. you would have seen a throng of people. Like, bah, the chin! <laughs> but if you listen to the uh, the audio of that video, it's very just like, clink, clink, mm-hmm. you know. Like having rich a coffee. people lunch. Yeah, So I, which, again, I... I just feel like this is all staged. I know we live in the age of conspiracy theories ad nauseum, and we're all wearing our tinfoil hats to bed every night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least we are. Yeah. Keeps you warm. It does keep you mm. warm. But I Keeps uh, all the heat in. But I just, I have to feel like this is, I mean, does it surprise, like every day we're getting a new 
piece of this experience I just, like served up to us? I know we're dealing with the now, but my next question then, of course, becomes, because we have it on good authority, they're going to be having a third wedding in L.A. for all the L.A. people that didn't oh, make it. Oh, God! Will there be another honeymoon? Do these two do anything private? Okay, not only private, yes. No, the answer is, because again, to your earlier point, and we've made this point several times on this show, thanks for listening, because you'll learn something here from noon to three, Monday through Friday. This, you, there are so many things going on in the world at any given time. It's the things that you're being told are happening that you should ask. The question should always be, why am Mm -hmm. I being told that this is happening? Who made the choice to tell me about this versus XYZ, 20 other things that are happening right now? And, you know, then then like we can that's where we have fun. Right. Right. Trying to figure out why it is because we're grateful on the one hand for these two because they give us something to talk about every day. Mm -hmm. And also to use as a parable, because, you know, we are. Yes. Literally, you know, we are like evangelical preachers Mm -hmm. for pop culture. Yeah. Who put that somewhere? That sounds good. Can we pass the hat? Like collect money. Why not? We Listen, we're gonna be at the state fair. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. let's can pass I get the hat. A, can I get an amen? Yeah, a to we'll the do it an old tent revival. Yeah, we got culture. a tent out there. But my point is, like, like I'm grateful on the one hand, but then I'm also just, I'm also just completely fascinated by why these two and why this and why the three. Like, not only to your point, like, why do they do everything in public, but also why. Why do they do everything in public? I had another question and now it's escaping me. And Uh, so many times? Why (laughs) so many times and why? Oh, yeah. Well, just, just like why? It'll it'll come to me. Well, they definitely seized a moment. Yeah. And they're going to keep seizing all the moments. So buckle in. We'll guide you through it. Uh, Keep your arms in the boat at all times um and uh next stop on our tour will be uh dirt alert holly roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from hollywood after this on my talk 1071 this is a my talk dirt alert holly roberts is here with a truckload of dirt it's all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert hey Hall. So much dirt. Let's talk about Prince Harry's memoir in this dirt alert. Sources over at page six are reporting that his memoir may be pushed back to being released until 2023. Oh, more details they got to cram in there. Is there Uh, a paper shortage? uh, Not a paper shortage, Bradley. One source is telling page six that things are up in the air because apparently there are some truth bombs in this book. I bet they're having some legal trouble. Yes, that need to be taken care of, which, you know, if you're writing a memoir and you're sharing your facts, you're going to have a fact checker crossing Mm -hmm. the T's and dotting. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it where they want us to think there are legal issues. And then that's what's that going to do? Mm, it's going to drive sales. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Now, uh, reportedly, Prince Harry's memoir was going to be released in time for the holidays this year, but apparently they just need more time to work on the book. Hmm. Hmm. It just sounds like a lot of PR. I want to know the real story. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're not going to know, know the real story. But I am, you know, I do. I need to put this on my list of things. Maybe I'll do this this weekend. I want to listen to that archetypes podcast that oh, Megan yeah. is doing. I just want to hear her conversational mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Her podcast was released yesterday, Archetypes, over on Spotify. She talks with Serena Williams. And we look forward to your report of the report. A report of the report. Yeah, you know, the thing I think I'll be most curious about is her interviewing skill. Because if you believe all the things that they that are pushed about Meghan Markle, she's not so great at focusing on other people's stories as much as she is at focusing on her own. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see. Yes, we shall. I wonder if it's only available on Spotify. I think, don't they have a deal with Spotify specifically? I wonder if that's just because I think a lot of times it just means they get it first, but that eventually, you know, because if you want anybody to listen to you, you have to make it available everywhere. Mm. So I am now going to Spotify. Yeah, it's there. I couldn't find it on the apples. So maybe it's going to take some time to get there. All right. Okay, thanks. Sorry, just doing a little homework here. Thank you. Over at Variety, Olivia Wilde is their cover star and she's talking about that incident at CinemaCon where she was served papers amid her ongoing custody dispute with her ex Jason Sudeikis. Now she says that she was not surprised that Jason Sudeikis tried to quote sabotage her with papers. She called the move appalling and said that it was really vicious what happened to her back in April at CinemaCon. So she was doing a presentation for theater uh, exhibitors about her movie, Don't Worry, Darling. Then there was somebody who served her a manila envelope on stage while she was at work. She said, sadly, it was not something that was entirely surprising to me. She did not uh, hesitate to go there. I mean, she makes it very clear that she does not feel... I mean, there's... We understand why they're legally battling one another. Mm -hmm. Let me just leave it at that based on her conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Olivia Wilde going on the record with Variety saying, I mean, there's a reason I left that relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't sound like they that there's a lot of love lost betwixt the two of them. Well, and she went on this whole thing about how my kids are going to have to read that someday. And I was like, well, that's interesting because be careful because you're saying things Right, right. To Variety in order to sell your movie, which is debuting at the Venice Film Festival. Yeah, she told Variety, her children, Otis and Daisy, they'll have to see that and they shouldn't ever have to know that happened. The victims victims were an eight and five-year-old, and that's really sad. Mm. So said Olivia Wilde. Yeah. So now that's out there. You know, I'm just going to make a blanket thing because I can say this because A, I probably won't have children in my life and B, I will probably also not be an A-list celebrity. But I just I think I would just that would be my like off limits. Like I'm just not going to invoke my children, Mm -hmm. period, because I would just be afraid that like you think you're telling the right story. It'll get twisted. Well, and, and you know, people are entitled to have their own opinions about things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get in the way. I wouldn't want to get in the way of my kids having an opinion about something that I clearly am biased about. Mm-hmm. And for good reason. I'm not saying she isn't justified or he's not justified, right? Like he might have a whole story that he's not sharing. But when you start sharing, where does it end? Well, and to your point, I mean, she's the one that's doing all the talking. He's done nothing but serve her papers and the decision to serve them in that location at that time. The only person who's talking about that is her. Yeah, He's not confirmed that that was his intention. Exactly. And also, which has already been said in the context of an interview for a movie. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Tread lightly celebrities. 
tread lightly. Uh, finally, Madonna's daughter, Lourdes, has released her first single and music video. She released it under the name Lola Hall. It's called oh. Lock and Key. I did get a text about this at 1138 from my partner. And? He just said, oh my God, Lourdes released a single Lock and Key under stage name Lola Hall. Yes. And he's got like the emoji with the eye peeking out. Oh, okay. Like, oh. So we're not sure about that. We don't know. Uh, can we have him sample that and sure. then let us know how it goes? Sure. All right. When we return, thank you, Holly. Thank you. Uh, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Well, we are here to solve some pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And uh, Holly Roberts has brought us these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. She delivers them. We attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, you guys are going to get this one right away. Fabulous. Here we go. There is a whole lot of spin and a whole lot of I am victim coming from this director actress. Also, unless she told her kids about what happened when she was previewing the movie, they Mm. wouldn't know. Mm. At Mm. least she has a built in excuse when the bad movie bombs. Uh, Olivia Olivia Wilde. I mean, really, take a critical eye to this. Okay, fill in the blank. (laughs) So there's a whole lot of spin and a whole lot of I'm a victim coming from Olivia Wilde in her new interview with Variety. Also, unless Olivia Wilde told her kids about what happened when she was previewing Don't Worry Darling at CinemaCon, they wouldn't even know. But now she has an excuse when that movie bombs. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean... I'm just glad to know we're on the same page yeah. again, Auntie Lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that the movie's good. Well, you know, I feel like they're trying real hard to get people to 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 uh, pay attention. So uh, I don't know what that means in terms of how the film's actually going to do. But they're using everything in their book. You know, all of the stories about Harry Styles. I mean, they're talking about like. Harry Styles is in the news about other things. Like, I just feel like they're trying to throw everything at the wall to get people to pay attention to this film. And also, if I'm Harry Styles, I might be evaluating what's going on right now and thinking about what my exit strategy might be. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, because I just, this does not feel like it contributes to where he's going with his career. Yeah. Next. That's what I would advise. Thank you. Let's do it. Another celebrity gossip mystery, please. So the following Colleen and Bradley. A few weeks ago, NT Lawyer told you this illiterate, permanent A-list, mostly movie actor from multiple franchises would be coming back for another installment. He hasn't said anything publicly, but privately it was all about the money and no one understood why he wanted more money. Knowing you are about to give away half of it will do that to you. Mm. Wait, what? Because mm-hmm. my brain first went to Sylvester Stallone, but that's not true because the whole thing. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, he is oh, coming because, back. because yes, and also because he was. We did decide he was coming back to Rocky, and he's giving away half of it probably to his soon-to-be ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Cher. We got there. I thought more Elmer, Elmer Fudd. Fudd. Cher, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Elmer Cher. No, mm-hmm. Cher Fudd. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. A few weeks ago, NT Lawyer said that uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, would be coming back for another installment of the Rocky franchise. Now, Sylvester Stallone hasn't said anything publicly, but privately, it was all about the money. And no one understood why he wanted more money. That's when he was getting into that beef with the producer of the Rocky franchise, asking for more money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So knowing that you're about to give away half of that will do that to you. So Sylvester mm. Stallone knew that his wife, Jennifer Flavin, was going to be filing for divorce. So he was like, oh boy, I got Gotta some bills some to pay. Money. I'm going to need to get mm-hmm. that pay day. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not stupid. Mm-mm. 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 Next. Blinded by the item. Another celebrity gossip mystery. This cable channel that has been poaching people from Hallmark has much to anti lawyer surprise and probably every other human on this planet shown an interest in this former teen mom's reality show oh. pitch. Now, the big issue they have with it is her OnlyFans, which is something that goes against their beliefs. Ugh. And this is not Farrah Abraham. Oh, not okay. Farrah Abraham. That's where I was going. Me too. No. So we're assuming it's this, is it we or something? It's like C, not, it's like, isn't there a C with it? Like it's a country thing? C, yeah, yep. G, C, I, A, G, C, C, R, T, PDQ, C, M, What is it? C, M, A? The C is at the end. A, G, E, C, B, Change the vowel. B, B, C, G, O, C, No. G, A, C, GAC. Yes. Yes. GAC. Great American country. No, uh, what is it? Okay, and then the former teen mom with an OnlyFans. Is that Chelsea? Uh, is it Chelsea? Huska? No. Hauska? No. Is she uh, even a teen mom? It's another high-profile teen mom. Colleen, I'm looking at you for I your know. teen mom. Uh, well, While you're getting there, I would just like to understand how it's called GAC Family and the company's called Great American Family. Oh, okay. um, maybe they maybe they spell family? family with a C. It used to be Great American Country, I think, at one okay. point. Great American Country. Yeah. Is it Amber Portwood? No, but you know you're getting a little uh, closer. Is um, it from the exact? Is it from that season though? No, I think that she was in the second season, and her, her name starts with a J. Uh, Janelle. Yeah. Janelle, I can't remember her last name. Yeah, Janelle Evans. Thank yes. you. I don't know if she so, had OnlyFans. Yeah, so apparently the Great American Family Network, who's been poaching lots of talent from Hallmark, they signed Candace Cameron Bure exclusively to create content for their networks, uh, actually have entertained Janelle Evans's uh, reality show pitch. Now, their beef is that she has an OnlyFans account, which goes against the Great American uh, Country Channel's uh, ethics. Not surprising. Yeah. Also, on their website, currently they're running the Countdown to Great American Christmas, 66 Days Away. Okay. Oh. Where you can see That's such rude. films as Much Ado About Christmas, oh. okay. Kind-Hearted okay. Christmas, no. okay. Christmas Is You, Oof. A Lot of Christmas, Oof. Christmas Miracle for Daisy, oh. and When Hope Calls Christmas. There is so much more. Uh-uh. I could go on for days. No, thanks. We've got more mysteries to solve. Okay. More celebrity gossip mysteries. Let's do it. Wait until Discovery and the offspring of the permanent A-list actor find out about the condos the charity pays for to house several women who are the paid mistresses of higher-ups in the foundation. Uh, What? Charity? Mm -hmm. With mistresses? Yeah. Mistress charity. Yeah. Well, uh, this was making headlines, but yesterday, a foundation of a permanent A-list actor 
Is that like the Brad Pitt situation? Okay. But we didn't talk about it in terms of mistresses, right? Did we talk about the foundation yesterday? We haven't talked oh. about this story because it broke late last night after mm-hmm. the Colleen and Bradley show airs. Mm-hmm. Who has a foundation? Uh, this person is no longer in this dimension. Mm-hmm. Kelly is it like Savalas. A, is it like a Hugh Hefner situation? To both of you, I say... No, no. God, what if she dung? Whoa. Well, I think we'd have another problem. <laughs> Isn't that the past tense? Ding, dang, dung. Have dunged. Um, I think it's danged. Well, let's solve the mystery. Yeah. Just, okay, so dinged. foundation, foundation, foundation. A foundation, yes. Um, what? Okay, let's. Did we think of the celebrity as kind of ooky? No. Permanent A-list. Yeah, a permanent A-list actor. No. Um, although it, it, I don't think it has necessarily anything to do with the now deceased actor, the founder of this foundation, but there are things that are happening at their namesake foundation that his offspring are not particularly happy about. So they are suing the foundation, mm. claiming that their father's legacy mm, is under mm, assault. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Swallow and then say. No, I don't think it is, but I did see a story about Michael Jackson yesterday. Okay, no. so that wasn't it. All right. It's it's a very delicious foundation. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yep. Uh such wonderful things as lemonade. I know and so Paul Newman. Salad dressing. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's so sad. What? Paul Newman owes Newman's own? Yes. Newman's own. So is paying what? Well, yeah. What NT lawyer is saying is that the uh, the kids are going to find a little surprise when they in discovery in this lawsuit, when they find out that some of the funds from this foundation Mm. are going to pay for mistresses, condos and other things of higher ups in this organization. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. People are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mm. um, one other one. Yeah. 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 We have time. This one you'll solve right away. There are words, though, so listen to this. Okay. Apparently, when a honeymoon destination was determined by the A-list everything in her mind celebrity, her actor-director husband mentioned that they were already in Europe, so why on earth would they leave there, fly all the way back home just to turn around and come back? Thank you! He was told Italy is different than Paris and that Paris was work. What work, he asked. Going to fashion shows is work for me, was the answer. So, NT Lawyer wishes the couple good luck. Oh, gosh. I'm telling you. Been a forever. They, he made a deal with the devil. <gasps> and I, oh God, I'm just, Are you calling Jennifer Lopez the devil? I don't know. I'm <laughs> just saying somebody in there. Because he looks, if you see him truly when he's not on, he looks mildly miserable. I just think like he yeah I, I I agree. I think I think Ben Affleck just kind of always looks you know like we have that image burned in our brain of like the even when he was with Anna de Armas yeah. him in a towel looking right? out at He's the just ocean. always yeah. like where's my Siggy? Where's Showing my his butt crack trying to get his donkeys. Um and she's certainly done a very good job of sort of like spiffing him up for uh primetime. 
But you do got to wonder, like, what's the thing he's getting out of this? Other than I guess he's getting a lot of we talked about this before, right? He's getting a lot of career rehabilitation. Now we're talking about in terms of publicity. We're not talking about in terms of his actual relationship, but because mm-hmm. I don't know what's really going on. But I do I do wonder, like that that for somebody who allegedly supposedly has anxiety and doesn't want to spend a lot of time in public he certainly has created a life for himself where he will be anything but private mm-hmm. right like if this is any indication i mean to the point of the blind item mm-hmm. they literally were just on yes. a honeymoon which most people experience on average once, once. in their if- life if that's that, if that. I, I haven't gone on a honeymoon. Well, I was gonna, but that's why I'm saying like the average, because you know there are people who had eight, right? Like so that brings that's gonna screw with the average, right? But then there's people who've had none, uh, and most people, the average, I would say about one, maybe one and a half, maybe point mm-hmm. seven five. I don't know. The point is, they were literally just they did this entire thing a month ago, and they're doing it again. And guess what? Next month. They're going to do it They're again. They're going to do it again mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Well, what else does Jennifer Lopez have at this point? She has been doing the marriage narrative for at least the past year. Just before they got together. Yeah. I mean, we had the whole rollout of her movie, Marry Me. This is and the then part where I just, I don't feel like they always play the tape all the way through. Because you can only play the marriage narrative until the marriage is done. And now... I'm not saying, I'm just saying the likelihood that Jen and Ben are going to procreate together is slim to nil. I'm yeah, just like, I'm just playing the age odds. Yeah. So, You're like, saying in terms of things for a narrative, to what's continue the, the story? next step for them? Yeah. And they have to be thinking about that, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're going to do like the Lucy and Desi. Like production studio, like I wouldn't be surprised if if they combine forces. Because here's the truth: the truth is they're both very talented people. I mean, right. it's not we don't like you. Uh, the world's like, yeah, duh, we know that. But my point is, like, we focus a lot on the sort of the optics of of what celebrities do and have a lot of comments and opinions about them because that's what affects our lives on a daily basis. But I'm not saying that they don't have things like talent. And skills, and I would not be surprised if they combined forces because if they aren't having those discussions, what else are you doing? Right? right? Because right. at some point, they're going to have to move into a different. Like now, they've got this big home together. They've yeah. got this big life together. Yes. They've got these two families that are yes. merging. You know, I I would not be surprised if they merge. Um, uh, their business their interests. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because Acting, directing, music, production. Like, it's yeah, all. They can be a superpower couple. Yeah. So maybe <sighs> that's the hope. Yeah. So that we can just get. I'm sorry, I'm very emotional. I, I know. just can't go through another I wedding. Know. I know. I agree with you. Uh, having now had our fill of uh, biatchiness for this entire hour, <laughs> we are moving. No, we're going to do something good, and oh, then we we'll doing? get back to it. Oh, good, good. What are we Because doing? when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are about to embark on a journey uh, called Project Down and Dirty. And during that journey, our job is going to be to help raise... Well, we are getting ready after the Minnesota State Fair to embark on... Uh, a project that we do each and every year on the uh, on the radio station. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. 
Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And that is Project Down and Dirty. This year it is Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. And uh, during Project Down and Dirty, we team up each show with our very own charity. And our job is to help raise as much money as possible for that charity during the course of Project Down and Dirty. And uh, our charity is One Heartland. And we are so excited to have Executive Director Patrick Kindler on the line with us. Hello, Patrick. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really am excited to talk to you all and hear more about the project. Well, we are excited to talk to you and help get your message at One Heartland out to our listeners so that when the time comes and we are ready to start collecting big money for you, that we do our job. Patrick, can you can you tell us, just give us kind of a quick thumbnail sketch of what One Heartland is. Um, so One Heartland is a summer camp, um, and we work to bring young people together who are somehow socially isolated um, and dealing with, in, with different circumstances um, and let them come to camp and meet other kids dealing with similar uh, circumstances and build friendships and networks that last hopefully their whole lives. So um, the main programs that we do are Camp North Star program for young people who are um, homeless or living in out-of-home situations, our Camp Heartland program, which is uh, our, our first program we ever started, which is our camp for kids affected by HIV and AIDS, and then our Camp True Colors program, which is our largest program, and that is for kids that are part of the LGBTQ community. Now, Patrick, I know you have interacted with so many kids over the years through these programs, and, and I love that like the programs just keep expanding to include more and more kids. Can you kind of, for the benefit of our listeners, kind of speak to maybe, you know, pick a story uh, that you have come across or a child that you've intersected with that really illustrates the power of the programs that One Heartland offers these kids? Ooh, I mean, I think it's the... For me, there's there's so many stories. I think for me, it's the, the it's the vocabulary that the kids choose to use when they're describing camp. And I think, um, and no matter what program it is, this is what touches me the most: is that the majority of kids will call camp their home away from home or their second home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's natural. It happens when they're speaking at camp or when they're some. You know, we have some campers that will speak at events or a lot of um, evaluations that our campers do at the end of the summer, that's how they describe camp. And to me, that that's so powerful that they would choose to call it their, their home away from home or their second home. Yeah, you know, Patrick, it's, it's interesting. While I'm listening to you, um, I'm thinking about what my childhood was like with, uh, with camp and, and how much I loved going to camp and how important it is for, uh, for people who, for whatever reason, might not have that, you know, maybe a home camp experience or uh, an opportunity to go to camp, that they have that experience of a home away from home and that they um, get to know people in a different environment. And camp provides such a wonderful place to do that, kind of out in nature, away from their family, their home life. Um, and you guys really do a great job of creating that. Where are you? Like, Where is the camp? Uh, the camp is in Willow River, Minnesota. So it's about 20 minutes north of Hinkley, um, off of Highway 35 and the Willow River exit. Very, um, So it's not too far from, from the cities. Yeah, close enough but uh, far enough away for people to have, you know, just a really special experience. It's a beautiful facility. The facility is 96 acres. We have a private, three private lakes. Um, 
And so, you know, it's not, you know, they go down to the lake and they don't see anyone else. They don't hear anyone else. When they're at camp, they're they're isolated and they don't see the outside world, which I think is really important when yeah. you're, you're trying to, you know, step away. Yeah. Create these experiences. And, you know, the, another big thing about camp is a lot of our kids, you know, they're bullied or they have to deal with all these things in, at home. And when they come to camp, camp is a place where they can just be themselves. Oh. So, they're no bullying. I'm, I'm, they get to try. They try new things because you know a lot of times when you're being bullied, like you're afraid to try new things. And so a lot of them come up to camp yeah. and they rock climb for the first time, or they go on the high ropes course, or they canoe for the first time. Oh, Patrick, we're running 